fun. Welcome to officially, I was told we are officially in double digits of yes. uh, your average adventuring show. Yes. Thank you, Annika, for letting me know. Yep. If you notice, we have a very Brady Bunch looking theme here tonight. We have two guest players. Uh, Mike and David are joining. Uh, David is joining us again. Mike is joining us for the first time. And uh, I'm going to throw it to our recapper tonight, who is Pax. So go ahead and I'm going to mute and have a bite. Awesome. Uh, so previously on your average adventuring show, the party was wandering through the woods looking for portals to close when uh, being tailed by a very confused uh, traveler from another dimension who was so overwhelmed by the power of our friendship that he kind of pulled back a little bit to process what it would be like to be a friend. Uh, as we were wandering through, we came upon a parliament of owlbears, which were so cute. Uh, the baby one was stuck in the brambles. And so being, you know, kind and, and lovely people, we went forward, uh, worked together and saved the little owlbear. And here's, um, for those of you who are on the live, um, I'm sorry, for those of you who are on the video stream, you can see I drew a little picture of Robin drew a little picture of the owlbear and the brambles, which we did save. I know, it was so cute. I couldn't even handle it. It was my first owlbear encounter, so I didn't know they were supposed to be scary, so I was just enamored. <laughs> uh, we carried on forward and uh, came upon another portal where we found some interesting sentient creatures who were curious uh, and speaking a language we didn't understand. And instead of murdering them because we're not like that, we made friends with them. Uh, Robin offered up a drink. Uh, we all offered up uh, an attempt at conversation, and they were yetis. And they took us back to and through the portal into their world, where um, we met the yeti family. We met the teenagers. We played music. We drew pictures. Uh, we also drank some yeti moonshine. Some of us did, not everyone. And. Uh, Whistler passed out on the floor, but Astor made sure that Whistler was okay. Um, Jack being, you know, such a, a bad A, just slammed it back and was like, let's party, let's go. And Robin uh, got a little intoxicated and maybe uh, made some uh, some accidental uh, overt flirts, which, uh, ooh, ooh. Um, but in the end, everyone had a really fun time. Uh, we ate Yeti cuisine and shared some Yeti culture. And I believe that brings us to where we are now. If anyone has anything they want to throw in, that's cool by me, but that's all I, that's what I got. And then um, Amelie, if you want to talk about the charity. Yes. Uh, so um, just trigger warning real quick uh, that uh, please, uh, if you, if, if your triggers include um, self-harm uh, and suicide, please jump ahead for one minute and I'm actually going to time myself to make sure. So um, this month our charity is To Write Love on Her Arms and uh, it is a charity that promotes uh, awareness and support for people who um, have self-harmed or have uh, suicidal ideation um, and have attempted suicide. Uh, it is one that is near and dear to several members of this group um, for uh, personal reasons. And uh, we really appreciate um, 
their work and uh, the love that they put towards the people who need it in this world. Um, so that was actually closer to 40 seconds, but uh, I just wanted to um, let people know so that they could skip ahead if need be. All right. And then, Annika, you want to talk about January? We have a panel. At yes. A Yes, so we are going to be attending uh, SnailCon, a virtual convention that will be held on Discord. And we will be doing a panel. It's officially called uh, Fems and LGBTQ in Gaming, but I've been calling it Fems and Thems in Gaming because it rolls off the tongue better. Uh, The schedule has not been released um, as of us recording this. Um but when all of that gets said and done, we'll be posting about it all over social media and everything. And the convention is from January 8th to the 10th. It's run by some lovely people. Uh, so, yeah. Monica, can you let, is, there, is there a fee involved in this convention or nope. is it a... Okay. All yeah. the, everything they do, it's just like, if you want to give them money, you can buy merch and you can donate Kofi. That's cool. it. Like, yeah, everything goes to charity. Like the people who run the convention don't get any money from it. Right. So, so, yeah, you can see what kind of uh, organizations that YAS aligns themselves with, that we align <laughs> ourselves with. Yep. So, um, yes, Pax did a wonderfully lovely recap. So, we're in the frost fell. So, for me, the middle column, you guys are not there because it's Alyssa, then Mike, then Dave. So, I'm going to ignore you guys for just a second. So, I'm going to go to the columns on the left and to the right. Um, you guys have just gotten finished eating a lovely bit of some sort of roast stew something you guys are uh have eaten the stew whistler is just now coming to whistler you start kind of you guys notice especially aster will notice whistler's eyes kind of opening it's a bit about an hour and that's how long the intoxication effects have lasted on whistler so you wake up whistler on a stone ground next to now cold food (laughs) because <laughs> I did bring you food at one point so now it's all just cold I would oh like well, to bring Whistler it. some water which I assume <laughs> given a plethora of ice and some heat is easily available <laughs> yeah uh, I look at it very suspiciously and then squint at you it will help you Try feel me. better trust me Trust okay. Trust me. Just realizes not moonshine and glugging it. Also, so none <laughs> of this is grass. <laughs> your your head is probably going to hurt for a while. Um, here, have some food. This lovely congealed bowl of goo. Oh, God. Right, it was like a stew. Cold stew. Delicious. I mean, I can do prestidigitation. There we go. Make it warmer. All better. Whistler, that's not even lying. You've eaten worse. You have totally eaten worse. (laughs) At the very least, on a dare. At the very least, on a dare. Bugs don't taste that bad. So, this, um, delicious stew. I do, I, I'm going to say it is delicious stew. This mystery meat, mystery vegetable stew is amazing. So, um, <laughs> says the person with the cast iron stomach. 
Um, so and this family has kind of settled into their after dinner uh, thing. One of the kids um, is drawing, continues to draw. Uh, and the other one, kind of with you, Aster, has their flute out and is like playing the flute. You notice that the bigger of the two kids, which is probably the older of the two kids, as you get up and move around, you look on like down their back. And as opposed to being this like white gray, there is a stripe, what we would call a mohawk stripe of blue from the middle of their back down to the, like the, like between their shoulder blades down into like the small of their back. Just thought I'd like to point that out. Nice. Does it look like, like part of their fur or is it kind of- Make an insight check. Make make an insight check. It'll only go well. (laughs) (laughs) Don't, Don't tug at it. 12. Yep. That's what that is. You can kind of tell that was good enough, you got above a 10, that this is not natural, that they have, in fact, dyed their fur. Ew. Because okay. teenager. fun to try. I'm just going to make a <laughs> bunch of clicking sounds until I get their attention. They're the one that's drawing, and they kind of look up at you, and they're like, Aista? Aista? Um, point I, to the can- blue. May I, may I check to see if I recognize that it's not natural as well? Sure, make an insight. Uh, 11. It's above a 10, so yeah, you can definitely tell that this is dyed. Um, so what I'm going to do is I have like just an extra couple of pot, uh, like small little things of paint uh, on me. And uh, I'm going to bring break out like the brightest blue that I have and uh, gift it to them as a thank you for their hospitality. So Whistler is saying words that Whistler does not understand, which makes this teenage Eddie very confused. As a Whistler do. <laughs> and they're like, Aista? And you start pointing at their back. And just at that point, Jack walks over with this little small pot of blue paint and they're like, and what did I make the word for thank you? Let me get back to my Yeti language. Um, um, nope. I did not write down. Yes. Volstar. Oh, Volstar. Volstar. Oh, Volstar. <laughs> and they, you can see them kind of run over to their bed and like kind of put it in like a very precious space. This is about the time that back on the prime material plane, <laughs> Zareth, you see coming up the same sort of group of four people that you saw the last time you were with these people that were closing the portal. And the little halfling sees you and is like, oh, uh, hi, Um, you're with the group with the... Y- y- yes, I've seen you before, right? Oh, David, you're muted. Whoop. Uh, yes, they're in there. Do I need to fetch them? Oh, if you would, uh, they went through the portal. We didn't ask them to go through the portal, but um, yes, if they're easily fetchable, please go get them. Yes, I reminded them. And he turns and walks through the portal. <laughs> um, and in a, in a loud voice, um, just, just kind of wraps, it is time to go. They're closing the portal. And I will wait with, a slightly cross look on my face. So, Zareth, 
Is, is this face any different than how you normally look? No, it is not. <laughs> Just pointing that out. Should we roll so, perception to see if we hear him? Yeah, I'm going to get there. Zara, so when you first walk in, you are immediately just cold AF. Like, it's cold in here. You don't want to... So you're even more upset because now you're cold. So, like, you told him not to go in there, and you're like, oh, it's cold. Hmm. Your body just can't handle it. So I need everybody that is in the Yeti's yurt to make a perception check. Whistler, you're still a little groggy. You have disadvantage. 15. I'm also... Like trying to ask the 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 yeti the yeti kid how they dyed their hair because I fully want to do one of this to my feathers. Eleven. Okay. So if anybody got a thirteen or higher, you hear Zareth calling out. Nope. <laughs> uh, um, I think our our new. I, I got a dirty twenty, so I'm just gonna say it out loud. I think that our um <laughs> our new friend. Has it uh, is impatient for us to return? Yes, um, I think that we should probably wrap this up. <laughs> yes, but it's cold. <laughs> but it, it's not that long a walk back, no. I had it I is- was attached to the Yeti's back. I didn't notice anything. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Maybe it's maybe about twenty yards, all of like sixty feet to the portal. So, or so. Is it is it possible that the the emerald protector it is here, and they are going to close the portal? I mean, probably. I, I, he, I just heard that it's time to go. Close the portal. Well, as sad as I am to leave, because this has been absolutely wonderful. Um, I think that we should um, <clears throat> say our goodbyes. Um, Goodbye. So you guys start getting up, and <laughs> yeah, you guys start getting up and start moving. And uh, Whistler, you feel a, a poke on your shoulder from up high because this kid is still taller than you. They're like <laughs> seven feet tall. And the one who has the blue streak down their back hands you a picture, and you look at it, and it's a picture of you passed out on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, I give like I love it. <laughs> I give I go up to Talar and I pull uh-huh. out my nice raccoon figure made out of wood that I want that I got at the summer swell uh-huh. and I give it to him and I say whatever <laughs> thank you was. He goes, <laughs> Volstar. He goes Volstar. Volstar. And he goes and uh, Musna Musna goes over to the shelf and pulls out a little vial that's about, um, it's very small for her. So in her hand, it looks like this, like she's in, so, but for you guys, it's like holding something about this size. So just as an FYI, <laughs> and um, she hands it over to, uh, to, uh, uh, to Finland. She kind of holds it out to you. She goes, Asta. And she kind of goes, oh, oh. <laughs> it's corked and everything. So it's okay. it's in a blue it's in a blue glass <laughs> vial. It's corked and everything, but it's some sort of drinkable. You know that for sure. I'm very excited about this. Yes, I and, uh, from I like say Kevin. thank you in like five languages and like bow and like <laughs> very excitedly uh, gesticulate. <laughs> 
I just want to catch Aster's eyes seeing this and just be like, we're gonna die. Whatever <laughs> <laughs> that drink is will kill us. Like, that's what I'm trying to imply. <laughs> so, um, for, for the friends that are gathering up, the, the family kind of walks you outside of their yurt, outside of the flap, and they, they do the good old Beverly Hairbellies where they wave at you as you walk towards the portal. <laughs> as they wave by, um, you have exchanged gifts and, uh, and such. Um, the one that's playing the flute kind of plays you a little tune as you always walk away. They're like, I can't make flute noises, so we're just going to pretend. Uh, Annika, put in a flute noise right there. Um, uh, and you guys see Zareth standing right outside the portal. What do you look like, Zareth, as you are standing there? Uh, he's got he's got he's he's got his magical compass uh, in one hand, and he's holding a fire bolt in the other just to keep himself warm and he's just and he's looking at the at the little uh at the little um um uh at, at his at his navigator's tools and he says nothing of value here as he as he uh as he closes it and walks through the portal so Zareth, as soon as Zareth sees that you guys are walking is like nope and just go leaves again he's like i don't know I try well, to like hold up the picture the Yeti gave me, like, value! <laughs> I think it's good um, he doesn't think there's anything of value here. We don't want him to bring his people back here. And <laughs> You're right. Nothing of value. No That's right, nothing of value. Place. This place sucks. Let's go. <laughs> so you all walk out. Uh, everybody you know, falls out of the portal. And uh, you see the Kita and the other three members of the Emerald Protectors here. It's like, oh, you're all fine. Um, is everybody okay? What What kind of, uh, where did you guys go? Oh my gosh, um, they're so it. amazing. I, they're wonderful. Icy? We made new friends. Oh, that's just great. Oh, that's wonderful. What were they, were, oh, um... Where no? Where was it though? What was it? Was it like uh, cold? It was. It was where the ice? cold is. That's like a bunch of snow and ice. Yeah. Arcana and check. They close it because yeah. Really so cool. yeah, go yeah. Zareth, you can make an Arcana check. Yeah, go for it. Um, sixteen plus eight would be yeah, three uh, four. Yeah, you you know you know automatically it's the it's the frost fell. It's the elemental plane of ice. Um. Yeah, I just say frost fell. Sneeze look more annoyed and walk off stage left. <laughs> and so, stage left. Uh, and um, and Keith is like, oh, that's fascinating. I, I wish we had more time. Um, I'm sorry you made friends and we're going to cut off your um, entrance to them, but we kind of need to close this portal. It's We have to close all of the portals. I'm sorry. Um, maybe why? You can get, like, get, why? Why? Well, because so cool. I don't know if you guys... Friendly. Well, not everything in the Frostfell is friendly. Um, so, uh, not everything here is friendly. Yeah, but I mean, we're not equipped to handle these big bug creatures and stuff. And we just, it's, maybe you can find a way to get back to there somehow. But right now, I'm following orders, you guys. I just got to close the portal. I'm sorry. So you see uh, them start doing all this stuff. And just as this is happening, you see Bostet walking from the <laughs> north. Got, she, she has got a bag full of herbs at her side. Nice. As Bostat now re-enters the picture, and Bostat, you see your friends kind of shivering, covered in melting snow, and yeah, that's what you come across. And it is not cold out. It is not snowing here whatsoever. So, oh, by the way, Alyssa, you are on mute, so if you want to say anything, you're, you're muted. No, just, you okay. know, do down the way. And look, Bastet is back. 
fashionably you missed late. <laughs> come on, come um, on. Yeah, I found some great, you know, some great plants and stuff like that. You know, why are y'all like, why are y'all frosty? Like, it's pretty temperate here, you know? Like, we just went on a little hike through the snow. We met some cool yetis, like yeti things. As Robin shows you their picture of the yeti. Sure. And I hold up the picture drunk. Um, I I don't have the materials here, but like I've dyed feathers before. If you want me to try and like dye your feathers, no, do you know shade? No lemonade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um. I, I mean, like, and uh, I pull I pull my hair back behind my ear, and like I actually have a multicolored feather earring uh, hanging from my ear. Um, and it's it's clearly not naturally colored. Like, I, I, I dyed it. It's not well painted. It, <laughs> I, it was more of a test than anything else. But um, it's... Uh, Is it bright and colorful? Yeah, it's, uh, it's actually in... Um, purples and oranges. So, like, I what I tried to do was dye it all purple and then bleach some of it, uh, like spots orange. And so you can tell where like the bleach ran just a little bit, and so like it's a little bit runny. Um, but uh, it's supposed to be purple with orange polka dots. Whistler loves it and is immediately like, "Which feather should I do it on? What about this one? Maybe over here? What about this one?" <laughs> So you uh, guys, I'll, I'll oh, definitely get with uh, mom when we get back to town and uh, see if what what materials we can grab. So you guys are hug. yeah, you guys are reconvening. Uh, Kita and the uh, Emerald Protectors are doing their thing. Uh, Zareth as the only one really attuned to the arcade, and you can see things like plane shift and gate style tile style stuff being cast. And you guys notice if you if you want to pay attention to the ritual, you do notice that the 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 portal starts visibly shrinking like it doesn't automatically just close but it's like a spell after spell after spell like closes it to like the small portal um Um, other than that uh, finland's going to so she doesn't have a horn on her but she's got a little whistle uh and she's going to stand in front of the portal and she's going to do sort of a minotaur mini funerary uh where she's going to she's going to have a drink from the bottle and she's gonna blow a little tune on the whistle uh, and then pour a little bit of the alcohol out on the ground and just stand there and like watch the portal close. Aster's gonna try and like, with the, with my performance skills, try and like match whatever Finland is playing with my loot. Yeah, you definitely get some harmonizing. <laughs> and, like, some, it yeah. would be beautiful and mournful but it's on a signal whistle, so... <laughs> I'll do most of the playing. It's, it's essentially being played on a kazoo. Like yeah. I've I do most of it, then. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, good. this isn't one that I'm familiar with, because, like, I've never been to any of the uh, Minotaur funerals. So, like, I'm just sitting there like, what are... I actually what? have a kazoo. <laughs> 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 Yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, so, um, what? Where, where would you? What would you like to do next? You have officially gone uh, to two portals that you know of and uh, had them closed. As a group, what would you like to do now? It is 
maybe mid-afternoon. Um, so we're heading right towards the third portal, though. Yeah, we <laughs> the original plan was to go back through town, right? Uh, to the make sure that, like, if we needed rest, we could grab that. If we need, if we need to restock on supplies, that sort of thing. So and I, so, I guess we just walk back, back with the, the rest of the crew with the emerald protectors, right? Yeah, they're going back to town, so we could just go with them. Um, uh, if you guys would like to ask how long they're going to be, you can do that because you don't know how long this oh, is going to take. True. Uh, um. But do we know about how far from town we are? Um, make a nature check. Or I'll just ask them, how long did it take you to get <laughs> There you go. <laughs> um, Kita goes, oh, since uh, it took us about six hours to get out here? Yeah, this is fine. I think um, I vote for dinner at cream and showers. <clears throat> yeah. Good plan. What is cream? Which way is yeah, home? Oh, Zareth did ask a question. Zareth just asked, what is cream? It is uh, a... It's, it's a pub. And a um, pub, and only a pub at night. It's a cafe. <laughs> and things there? So you get Zareth at, like, all at once. Like, three people are like, it's a cafe, it's a pub, it's a pub. And you're like... I, I... <laughs> it's, it's a, a magical place we go. delicious it food is a and place where we go to spend time as friends. Hate it. Cool shows. Yeah. Okay. It's dinner. Okay. Actually, drag. In the astral sea, do you have drag? Libations. We're gonna find out. What is what is a what is a drag? Is that that's at the bow of the ship, right? Like when it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like that. That's very close. Yes. Ah. Well, then Zareth knows what a drag is. You'll like this. This is gonna be all just just like that. that. Sarah's will go there. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. To be so fair, like a month ago, I didn't know either. <laughs> this is um, a hell of a way to bring someone to their first drag show, though. Uh-huh. So yes, as, as you guys as you guys walk, uh, since we kind of lost about an hour of just RP, would you guys like to have some of this, maybe reconsider some of the conversations you guys had about culture and stuff. If you guys want to do that, talk to Zareth about where he's from, talk about friendship, whatever. Cause you guys just have like six have hours. Tony talk again. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Jack, yeah. did you want to ask Finland about her little ceremony or? Hey, so, um, I, what, one, what, what song was that? Like, it sounded like, Taps, but like weird, like I don't, sad. I don't know the taps. Um, it is it is known as calling to the herd is the best way I guess I could trans translate it. And mm-hmm. it is the song that we play when a minotaur has died, and the song is played on the horn of that minotaur before. Um, as so, the minotaurs are. Uh, what's the word when you um, um, are made into ashes? Um, Cremation. That's it. Cremation. Um, And then they are put in an urn. And during, uh, during that, there is, there is singing and there is drinking and people tell stories. um, And um, they play this song, the calling to the herd uh, song. Mm -hmm. During the funeral, um, that is that is similar to how it works in my country. Yes. We 
We throw we um we give we give their flesh to the stars that they may be reborn and return to us. You also you also make a so you actually have like a community thing going on? Yes, uh all of my friends have been given to the stars. All of your friends? Yes, Did I've been terrible. I've been no, I've been in conflict and war for the past 50 years. I am the last one. That sounds like would, something terrible to me. Would you like a be new friend? I could be your friend. I, I do not know that you wish to be my friend. Of course I want to be your friend. You're Just a couple home. weeks ago, most of us barely knew each other. Yeah, like a week ago. <laughs> It's like two weeks. It's like two weeks at least. This week, this week has been five months long, my friend. Just like, just like twenty twenty. Just like twenty. A stranger is just a friend you haven't met yet. (laughs) (laughs) That is interesting to think about. So, does anybody else want to add anything else about their funeral practices? Like, does Bostet want to talk about? her culture's funeral practices or Whistler as someone who is very intimate with the washing and preparing of dead bodies. Whistler has been listening to this very closely and is just like fascinated. She's clearly trying to take mental notes, but she's very dumb. Um, and will probably brokenly try with little like, mm-hmm. like words stolen from all of you to explain how they prepare the dead in the Temple of the Raven Queen and how they are their ceremonies and uh you know it's trying to convey that it's respectful of whoever like what the preference of the survivors are but or the dead and uh how they're buried just she lives in a cemetery (laughs) what is it like to live to live in a city of the dead quiet that's fair. I sort of walked right into that one, didn't I? <laughs> uh, Bostet, Bostet, do you want to share anything about your about tabaxi, like traditional tabaxi um, funerary practices? Come as weird compared to everybody else's practices. You know, I don't know what jack or aster or robin do you know robin's from a halves you know is half uh tabaxi so i'm slightly worried that when i describe what we do they're gonna be like say what so i mean yeah i'm gonna hold that back for now and just be like okay we we have some normal practices you know we I think um, there's like a lull, a lull in the conversation, right? After Whistler's like, it's quiet and everybody's just kind of like looking at their feet, looking at the trees, like, you know, like whatever. And Fenlon actually kind of falls back to where Aster is and is like, what do, what do elves do? My cat wants attention right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh. Um, <laughs> that is the most cat thing. Yeah, my cat was attention until I stop, t- still I t- stop paying attention to. Yeah, 
He's looking at me now like, what's wrong with you? Uh, sorry, what'd you ask? <laughs> what is it that that elves do? Um, well, that's a quick question that I don't know. <laughs> I, growing up with a whole family of a bunch of different people, we just came up with our own thing. Uh, what was that like? We put them in a boat, sailed the boat off, light the boat on fire. It's beautiful. Wait, they're in a, <laughs> they're in a boat? Yeah, so we put them in the boat, sailed them off and down the river, because we live on a mountain, and there's a river that goes down, and then the boat goes up in flames. Because we're, we're all drag performers, so you gotta go out in style. <laughs> That is certain. I mean, I there's we don't we're not on a boat. It's just a platform. It doesn't go anywhere. But I mean, and the boat does drag, which makes sense for a drag <laughs> performance. <laughs> yeah, there so you go. He's he's got the good. Zerf is really trying to fit in. Even <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we also a lot of people don't die because we don't a lot of people in house dauntless live really freaking long uh because i mean for one humans don't like joining our squad <laughs> so we just have a lot of people who live for freaking ever almost to be fair humans also don't like joining our squad not a lot of people like to live with the minotaurs <laughs> okay to be honest Human, humans are like oh drag that's too much work <laughs> I had never thought about it. Well, I guess I had thought about it, but not a lot. But I will live longer than pretty much everybody in my town. Tabaxi have nine lives. So. <laughs> and we're all like, huh? Don't you know? Didn't, didn't you know, grow up knowing, Robin, that Tabaxi have nine lives? I, uh, I, I don't, I have conversations. Uh-oh. I'm over here. Nine lives. Look. So do you mean you yeah. Whistler, is, Whistler is very dumb. Whistler goes, nine lives. Oh, shit. <laughs> nine lives. <laughs> much like this episode. Nine lives. <laughs> so, like, really Whistler, what, like, literally, literally, like, you die and you, how's, how's, I've lost words. How does that work? What were you asking? What was wrong? I'm asking how you have nine lives. Because, you know, I... I I mean, I, I read. Um, I've just never heard of somebody... I mean, unless you're coming back as like a ghost. Or a necromancer brings you back. So do your people just keep getting brought back by necromancers? Is it just like... A whole town of like lich kitties. Like, I'm just trying to wrap my mind around what you're telling me right now. I don't. I can't. Like, Esther can't comprehend that. It's like, oh, Robin is very, very clearly trying as hard as they can to just not be in this conversation. They're just like drawing real hard. Are you drawing drawing real intently? Like, just not. Not right. I guess Bastet has not heard the word necromancer before, so technically, yeah, it's a bunch of lich kitties like that come back. You know, we mummify. You know, we preserve the body of the person so that you know when we do 
when they are brought back that their body is still intact. Oh shit, you're was. serious. I thought you were joking about the nine lives. No. Whistler looks horrified. This is not what she learned about tabaxi nine lives. Wait. So Aster full on thinks you wait, were bullshitting wait. them for Best the whole dead. time. Well, I need to know this though right now. Best debt. Are you on your first life or are you a lich kitty? No, I, I am full. I'm like reaching for my battle axe. <laughs> wait, so, we're stopped. Like the whole whole group is stopped, and now we're all just facing best debt. Like, <laughs> what's happening? So, uh, I am on my first life. You know, most of the paladins and other sort of um, like. Do-gooders, you know, are on their first lives, but we, you know, we do try to manage the next eight lives of those cats. In a, there's a system. It's pretty complicated. I, it's, I don't know how to go further in it. There's a lot of there's a lot of spreadsheets and like charts. I, yeah, there are a lot of charts and like you know statistics and. You know, we go through, we do mental health, we do emotional health to see how people are feeling and doing because that does affect your life when you do come back. And we, we try like to keep, we try to keep a, you know, a maintain attitude. And if we see that that person is, you know, going downhill towards the dark side, we do try to influence them back to, you know, being a better to Vexy. It's very all just standing here in a half circle looking at Bastet just like Zareth flips through his spell book opens it up to a particularly gnarly necrotic page and says oh yeah, yeah totally possible flips it over to the raised dead spell and says yeah I mean you could I don't know why you would burn those resources but it's totally possible well, I guess we'll keep you on hand in case something happens to Vestet. And then Whistler's over here. What is it down? Hashtag helping. Yeah, Whistler sits yeah. down. Yeah, just no, 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 no. This is all very bad. I, I like look at Whistler and I go down and I, I tell Whistler, it's okay. She's just bullshitting you. Don't just ignore it. Make a deception check. Master, <laughs> make a deception check. Uh, Whistler, make an insight check. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Showmanship versus bird brain. Go. Oh, cool! I got a fifteen. <laughs> oh yeah. So, so you wholeheartedly that what Aster says, Sekmet. Uh, sorry, Bastet is completely bullshitting <laughs> you. Yes. Don't worry about it. It's that fine. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Whew. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not a lich. No, I'm not a lich. In my next life, I will be though. But I plan to be a good lich. But but in this life, in this life, you still eat pancakes, right? Bullshit. We can you eat pancakes. Any pancakes? A lot of pancakes. <laughs> Let's keep going! And Aster keeps oh going. Yes. <laughs> so as you guys are heading south, you head near an area of the Emerald Weald that is kind of a little bit more rocky and hilly. Zareth. In mm. your head, as you are walking past this area, 
you start feeling a buzzing in your head. And like it's starting in the back of your head. And it's just I, <laughs> Am I familiar with the with the feeling? Have I ever felt it before? Um, it's possible. Because I will let Mike now do the thing. Mike, do the thing. <laughs> um so you're vaguely aware of someone looking out through your eyes and kind of having a passenger at the back of your head. Uh, you felt this before. It's a very unpleasant thing. It's one of the things that you've been sent to put an end to. And you're aware that you are not alone in your own head. Azareth will stop exactly where he is, uh, close his eyes, and sit Indian style on the on the ground. Okay. Um, and try to calculate where this where this might be coming from. May I make an investigation or an Arcana check? Do an Arcana check. Arcana for me. Do you guys notice Zareth just plops down, yeah. sits down, crisscross applesauce, and closes his eyes and just kind of answers this kind of like meditative like posture? Oh, okay. So Robin stops are you, are you uh, hops off a pan and says, hey, buddy, you okay? Uh, are you sure. Zareth doesn't say anything. Sarah, I rolled a three on the dice, but I'm okay. going to burn one of my daily uses of my divination. Okay, and absolutely. I'm going to change, change my uh, three to a 13, which, uh, which I, I rolled a 13 and an 18 for today. Okay. Um, and so uh, I have a 21 on my Arcana check. Okay. So I had intended to describe that when you sit down, you see a figure sitting down opposite you, just mm -hmm. appears you're sitting facing someone. And so when person, we all get in his face to like check on him, are we like you're like in, in and out of a hologram? Like okay. it doesn't exist for you. So <laughs> this is an androgynous person. I'm picturing a uh, uh, gender non-compliant Tom Middleton. So just basically. Sort of <laughs> Vaguely beautiful. Love the idea of gender non-compliant. <laughs> <laughs> because that is me. That is a great I will so he, say that Aster has just kept going because they were like leading everyone. So if no one stops <laughs> Aster, they're gonna keep walking. <laughs> so we'll double he's back dressed in uh, uh, basically undyed gray head to toe, and a little bit of a hood. So a little bit like uh, uh, like a Fremen. <laughs> Obviously not from this setting, but sort of like a desert <laughs> person. And has kind of a little bit of a sneer to their face. Okay. Um, let's see. Zareth? Uh, Zareth? Are you okay, Zareth? Hey. Um. Okay. I will open. I will open my eyes to see if I can't see you, and if I can't, I close them again. I mean, Sarah could back this up for me, but I would imagine he'd be a little harder to see with your eyes open. Yeah, but you'd see like a little bit of an image still with your eyes open. Yeah. So when you when you have your eyes closed, they it's very much like a hologram where it's it's very easy to tell face. Well, if you didn't have a hood, mm -hmm. they didn't have a hood on, but you can definitely see a shape if you open your eyes. It's like the sun coming through a hologram. So it's like just kind of a blob. So when you have your eyes closed, it's much more um, clear for cool. you. Um, 
Sarah, if yes. with my with my with my twenty one, um, uh-huh. I have I have the banishment spell. Do I need to like push him out of some dimension or pull him into some dimension? And will that spell help me at all? Um, banishment is for a physical body, not okay. for a mental image. So it would not help you. Uh, so you'll actually they will actually say banishment isn't going to work. And the only person who hears this is Zareth. Yeah. Okay. I'm not, I'm um, not here, silly. Well, where are you? Wherever you are. Real quick me. question: um, yes. Is Zareth saying this all in his head, or is he, or is he asking these questions out loud? Zareth, oh, are you? Doing- um, I will. I will say them out loud. Okay. And so I will also hear- say. Yeah, you guys. I, I will want also to say. Conversation. <laughs> I will also say to him, um, I will not let you see through my eyes. Uh, Zareth, you can make a wisdom saving throw. I look, I look at the two, or the, I look at all the people who could possibly have any, like, knowledge of gods or anything like that. I'm sort of, hey, uh, paladin people. So and I'm my- like... Mike, what is your what is your spell save DC? So Sarah, I was gonna play along with this. Okay. I, I will let him push me out. Okay. And find a nearby toad. Okay. Occupy the toad and look dramatically over at him. Okay. <laughs> Does anybody know how to do an exorcism? I think we need an exorcism. So Zareth, you successfully pull this other person out. Push, not pull push this other person out of your brain and uh, if you open your eyes again you have all of these people who you've known for like two days surrounding you going like Zareth, Zareth, Zareth hey buddy, hey buddy like yes, yes. the eater of intellect is somewhere nearby um, do I see the a what? dramatic toad? the, e- the eater what? Yes, make a perception check to see if you see the dramatic toad um, can I use my passive perception Which is, what is your Sure, uh, yeah, you see... Can you okay. roll an advantage because I'm trying real hard to be seen? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're, yeah, you, there's a toad. You see a toad hop out of the, like, underbrush and sit in the middle of the, like, track you were on. And the, okay. toad, the toad just kind of ribbits menacingly. Um, I think the- it's thinking it's just sort of in the way. I tow it over. Ribbits menacingly. With a twenty, with my twenty-one arcana, do I can I guess that he has um, uh, that he's using scrying on us? Um, sure. Because what you see is is the toad. Normally, it would have like kind of a yellowish green eyes, and now the eyes are like this weird blue gray. Yeah, I've totally sort of kicked it back over to the underbrush, like, and the toad just keeps hopping back out. And I'm like, hey, don't kick that poor toad, Finland. Fine, Sarah, you want to pick it up? You want a pet? Sarah, I'm <laughs> yeah, gonna I'll take it. I'm gonna stop screwing around with the toad or the illusions. Okay. Telepathically send a message. Okay. I'll so a message toad. to Zareth. Poor little yep. guy. Okay. So Zareth, this is the toad. All right, everybody else, I need you to just be quiet real quick so we can hear the message that this other person is sending to Zareth. I didn't have to appear to talk to you. I have a message. Will we talk, or should I contact you some other less pleasant way? Speak. 
Okay, so the, the figure will appear again sitting cross-legged. This is a courtesy uh, call, my friend. You can't say that you didn't expect something like this, can you? I haven't said anything to you yet. You know you're not all that good at keeping your mind closed, right? Point being, I I think we both know what you've been up to. So far, the things that you've done have cost you nothing. There is a lot that can be done here. These people need help. This place has many dangers. The path you're on carries a very heavy cost. So the courtesy call is to suggest, as a friend, that maybe you go fight the good fight somewhere that will cost you and your new friends less. So I'm guessing, and I'll say, I'll say this out loud. Um, so I'm guessing, little friend, that you haven't heard of me either. That you don't know who I am. I am Zareth Stormcaller. I kill Magi like you. It is my specialty. It is the thing for which I have trained for years. And I have a dozen heads just like yours. So if you wish to have a pleasant rest of your life, I recommend that you don't make this difficult for me. Impossible. Sarah, I need to send you a message. Go for it. Um, so, uh, and you guys are all just sitting around. Oh, hi, Steve. Look, it's a, a wild Steve appears. And then like, wild. <laughs> he was showing me a glitch from his video game. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, um I, yeah. I want to roll and see if I know what a Moggy is. Uh, make an intelligence check. Oh, uh, it, yeah. Same. It would, I don't it would be, it's a draconic word for uh, magic user. 19. So you guys, again, are hearing one half of this conversation. You are hearing what Zareth is saying to you guys, seemingly nobody. Oh, yeah. No, I was sitting there, like, playing with, like, the toad playing keep away with Robin. And then when Zareth starts his little, I am Zareth the Stormcaller, I'm just now standing there, like, holding a wiggly to toad, staring at him, because it's like, what is happening? Yeah, when he said my little friend, Robin was like, oh, he means me. Oh, I hope he doesn't mean me. <laughs> I did not mean you. Like, what is a monkey? Um, if, okay, if you guys, but... yeah, if you got a 15 or higher on your intelligence check, you would know that that's a dr draconic word for magic user. I'm smart. Um, what got me was the, um, I won't let you see through my eyes. And so I, I step in front of Zareth and I just say, are you a liability? My God. Um, 
my, my eyes are still closed. Um, as, so Zareth will say, um, not yet. Hold. I drop. I drop the toad. What do you mean by yet? Will you tell us before you become a liability? If I draw steel. If you're really that slow answering, I'm reaching for my weapon. Yeah, no, he's he's there. I'm sorry. I pushed, I sent my instructions to the wrong chat. I have a very puzzled client. And you're about to see why, because a random client of mine, a corporate client, just got this. Oh, God. So I'm going to put myself between Zareth and Jack and say, wait, this is our friend now. What do you mean liability? We've got to protect him. Something must be possessing him. Where's my player's handbook? Uh, I have it right here. Give me a second. And and actually, uh, Zareth, you, like... So the um, uh, Daniel, you hear you hear a click um, as Zareth like uh, take takes the sword off of his uh, off of his belt and 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 tosses it away from himself. You guys notice um, centered um, on where Finland is standing, the ground becomes inky and black. And from a 20-foot radius around Finland, the ground basically turns into tar. Anybody standing where Finland definitely has to, uh, sorry, it's not, a, it's a square, 20-foot square. So anybody who's standing within about 10 feet of Finland on all sides needs to make a dexterity saving throw. And what is the spell save DC? Is it 17? Well, let me check. Uh, I will say that when Whistler pulled Aster back, Aster's like keeping a fair distance away, leaning up against a tree because we're still like in the woods. So Aster's just kind of really disgruntled because they want to go take a bath. (laughs) They want to go back. How close are you to Zara? So, okay, who does anybody um, else who was Robin close to Finland? I'm right in front of Zareth, between Zareth and, J- and Jakad, so it depends on how close so Finland was. To I'm, probably, I'm probably three feet away from Zareth. Yeah. So Zareth. More than ten. So, basic, so basically, everybody needs to make a dexterity saving throw. By the Except way, I got one. a one. Oh, good. Uh, Mike, if you want to go ahead and roll three d six. I can Everyone think of nothing that I would rather do. But me, okay, I am. Not near you, people. I just want to go back. While everyone's rolling, I just wanted to clarify that, like, I, I was trying to make my tone more warrior to warrior rather than, like, I, I wasn't trying to intimidate anybody. It was just a... It sounded like the shift to Soldier Jack. Yeah, okay. yeah like, <laughs> we need to be on the same page on this. <laughs> so if you made, if you got a 16 or higher on your dexterity saving throw, so what was the damage? 18? 18. So if you got a low six, if you got lower than a sixteen, you take eighteen bludgeoning damage as the ground turns to tar and is like slapping you. If you got higher a sixteen or, or higher than a sixteen, you take nine bludgeoning damage as the ground itself starts attacking you with like these weird black inky, inky tentacles, and then it fades back into being the ground. 
And Zareth, your brain is cleared and free of the presence that was once that was just in there. Uh, Sarah, do I need to roll with disadvantage? My eyes are closed and I'm sitting cross-legged. No, I passed no, it. No, okay. it's, yeah, no, no, no. Okay. So, um, um, yeah. No, I, I am from, I am, te- I didn't take anything. I'm not yeah. near you people. <laughs> so you guys all notice, again, the ground below you, I set it on Finland a, in a 20-foot square. The ground become inky black tar and then it just starts sucking you in and like hitting you and like you're constricting your legs and then it <sighs> turns back to the ground that you were standing on i think yes. finland i think finland had as soon as it started actually grabs her weapon and as she's kind of looking behind her and it pulling her forward she's actually going to kind of trip and fall uh, and so she's basically on on a knee down okay. when the thing is kind of before it dissipates and okay. it's Whistler, kind of panic. Whistler, what are you doing? And then we'll send it can to Mike. I tell, uh, I took half damage on that. Can I tell if this is anything like, because this appears to be coming from nowhere. So can I do like a religion check or something to sure. get some kind of tell? Yeah. And then once, once I get your answer, I'll send it to Mike and you can do the thing. The six, so... Nah. I think we're good. Yeah. You got nothing. Mike, do what you were wanting to do. Okay. To Aster? Finland. Sorry, oh, to Aster. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah yes. Aster. So Aster, <laughs> you hear, and it's it's tenuous, almost like a, uh, a radio signal that's not quite coming in properly. Mm-hmm. Kind of a small voice. And small as though, like, yelling down a hallway trying to get to you. So, like, far so away, small? Distance, yeah. Yeah. Beware the gith! He's a spy! And then the signal is cut off. It's a gith. <laughs> Do you say that out loud? Do you say that out loud? <laughs> um, has, it, has it dissipated now? Has it yeah, dissipated. As uh-huh. soon as it dissipates, as far as Finland is concerned, uh-huh. like there is one person who casts this. Um, and I just leap forward and tackle Zareth to the ground. And I've got like my knee on his windpipe. I'm pinning his arms down. Like, and basically. Zareth, are you fighting back? Roaring. Nope. Okay. And you hear from like 30 feet away, you hear <laughs> Aster confusedly go, What the heck is a gift? Um, we know. I so I, know I, I uh, had actually rolled a 17. And so uh, I would like on to what? say that like, I'm sorry. 17, a 17 on what? On that, the, on that deck saving throw. Okay. Um, so I, I would like to say that like, I, I kind of kept my wits about me because I was able to only get nine damage. Uh-huh. Um, and so like what I did was I did, um, try to because I had Robin right in front of me and Zareth uh, right in front of them um, like I was grabbing Robin and like strategically falling <laughs> basically and I like okay. fell into Zareth knocking him off balance which allowed for uh, Finland to successfully come over and pin him like okay. the, the, the 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 whole the whole idea was not to knock him down. It was to try and get us out of that circle, and it worked. Yeah. What have you done? 
Um, he he points to like the bludgeoned um, uh, part of his own face and says, "You think I attacked myself with the spell?" Because Zareth clearly took damage from the spell. Yeah. It is if you if you cast a spell at me and it just happens to get you, these things happen. But you are the only one walking around with a book full of very nasty spells. We don't know you. So tell me, what did you do? I think he's possessed, Finley. What? I was I was targeted by our foe. I kind of released my hold a little bit. Tell us about this foe. Hmm. Uh, Zareth will sit back up and kind of massage well, the place. Your lap. <laughs> oh, by the way, you said you said you had tossed away your sword, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. My sword yeah. is still. Yeah, I, I've gone and I've picked it up. Okay. Uh, the creature in question is capable of viewing his quarry from great distances and casting spells through objects. What what kind of creature is this and will it happen to us? The 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 creature that we're hunting, the one who's opening the portals. You're get we are getting closer to it. It is becoming afraid. Is it in the portals? It will be in one. Or at least the ones that I've hunted in the past. Um, I I, I tell Finn in Minotaurin, like I, I I just say, you know I I don't get the feeling that he's lying. I sort of do the <clears throat> and I sort of stand up, shrug shoulders, and I'm like, fine. In that case, you tell us everything. Everything you know right now. Finland, would you like to make an intimidation check? I would love to. You get help because Whistler has been backing you up this entire time as your hype person. He's been just like pointing at you and nodding. All right, intimidation. Whistler has a little bit been going back and forth, but like when Fenlin's talking, he's very much like, she makes a lot of sense. 19. Okay, so just just so you know, Zareth, that is what you were just confronted with. Very angry, angry Fenlin. And everybody else except for uh, Astar is kind of surrounding you. And Whistler and Jack are both kind of giving off slightly intimidating vibes as well. You, um, so what would you like to do when confronted with this group of people? Oh, um, I think that the, uh, well, sorry. Um, Zareth remains reasonable, like, Zareth remains extremely calm, um, but will give you a more pointed breakdown of the creature that we're hunting as you requested. Um, and he just. 
yeah, he, he tries to give you a more precise definition of what they are, where their layers are, um, how they often create ripples in, in the fabric of, um, of space, which is why he's here, because he's a sailor in the astral sea. And if Does the creature have a name? Here, yes, I, I named the creature. Uh, it's, I'm an sorry. it's an Alhoon. It's an Alhoon. A-L-H-O-O-N. Um, and if you guys look up the information I'm talking to the audience and to the people, if you guys look up Alhoon 5E, it's listed as an undead. We are not playing it that way. Just as an FYI. Um, so, uh, Zareth, what inf- how much information do you g- give these people about what an Alhoon looks like? What Just so I know, as a DM, what information I can read from the Alhoon page. Uh, sure. He gives, he gives a baseline description of what they look like physically, um, any particular layer or like environmental information that he knows. Um, and he he's specific that they are better with magic than he is. And okay. He's a so the description that you are given is something that looks like this. An illithid. Sexy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but extraordinarily pale white with like these like blue gray eyes. Um, so it is an illithid that practices arcane magic. And arcane magic is expressed in within Mind Flayer society. So they are, if there's an illithid that uses arcane magic, they are exiled from the hive by the elder brain. Um, and as, as usual, we will say, hey, we didn't crib this from another show. That was accidental. Yeah, I just really think Illithid are cool. <laughs> um, so um, you don't know what this particular Alhoon's motivation is, but you do know that that's what they are. They are some form of Illithid. Now, if your character, do you, do you guys think your characters know what Illith are? Know what Illithid are? Because Whistler rolled a natural twenty on that religion check a bit ago and was confused as heck. So. Um. I, I like. Yeah, I don't know because I, like minotaurs are kind of like already like an ancient culture, and they used to get around, and a lot of their very ancient culture involved caves, and it still kind of involves shallow caves, and so I I would imagine that if not like scientifically up to date, that kind of a mythological like these things right. exist. Yeah. yeah. Just like how dinosaur bones were seen as dragon bones when people first Correct. saw these bones. Okay, yeah. so, so anybody else? And it would be like, but this thing doesn't really exist. Like these are yeah. stories we tell children to scare them. So yes, Aster. After hearing what the war, Aster is like, kind of walking around in circles, like away, like just like going like, what the hell? Like trying to see if they could see anybody else around here. That really um, spooked him. Are you like looking behind trees and like under leaves and stuff? I'm like, like Aster's partially losing their shit. They just want to go and take a bath, and now people are talking to them, and they're like, "What the?" F-? And they're like trying to. They're uh, just searching at this point. Uh, did did you did you ask out loud what the hell or what what the heck is a is yeah. a gift? I did, and the and the parent, you guys all ignored uh, me. I, I, I want to know. I, I wanted know. to roll to see if I know, because I, I know, but I wanted to roll to see if Robin would know, if it would be possible for Same. Robin to know. Okay, make uh, just general intelligence checks. 
I will say since I don't know, <laughs> Aster doesn't know, so. Uh, 15. Okay. 13. There we go. Um, that was not high enough, the DC, because these are more extra planar creatures. So, yeah. Robin, you may. I was like, Whistler, I know, but does Robin know? Whistler you, Whistler, you don't know at all. Robin, you may have in passing in a book seen the word Gith or Gith Yankee or, um, yeah. or uh, Githra's Eye. Gith's Eye. Gith's Eye, but you yeah. don't know what they are. You just like seen it before. I can look it up. When you get back I to town. Research Aster. Aster, I could. I'm like 30 yeah, feet, yeah, I'm 30 yeah, feet away familiar. from you guys. You guys are all ganging up on this man. I'm just looking around in the woods at this point. <laughs> if, if I can catch sight of Aster, like, kind of freaking out, <laughs> I will leap the, the himboing to my fellow himbos. Uh-huh. And uh, <laughs> just go, go check on them. Okay, so Aster is kind of doing what you were doing like a few days ago. You had your natural like really of going, what the heck is like this going on? Mm-hmm. I I know what to do. Bear hug. <laughs> <laughs> Here I, I am as your waited like a owl bear hug. Thank you. <laughs> so you hear Phil from behind these kind of spindly feathery arms wrap around you, Aster. Astro loses their goddamn mind because <laughs> they didn't—they no! didn't know you guys were coming, and they're just like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> I, I just Emily, where did Dakod put Robin? Um. Well, it, it, it just one once I fell. Um, when I was getting back up, it just kind of put you off to the side just a little bit to go go and grab Zareth's sword. Um. And like, I'm not, uh, again, I'm not doing anything intimidating with it. I'm just making sure he doesn't have access to it. I just wanted to know where I was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, I'm going to, I'm going to suggest to Finn, like, and, and I'm defaulting to uh, Minotaurin because like, the, I, I, I am... Jack is not feeling comfortable with any of this situation. She can't see uh, a specific enemy. Um, there could be, you know, it, she's she's suddenly um, managing uh, not only her friend um, to make sure that, you know, her friend doesn't kill a valuable uh, source of information, but also making sure that that valuable source of information isn't going to turn on them. Um, and so just in Minotaurin, uh, like she just tells Finn, like, we need to get going. Gotcha. <clears throat> yes, we cannot stay here. It's, it's, not a, it's not a defensible area. We need to find out more. We... As far as we know, there is one more, one more portal, and if that's the case, then this, this whatever creature is going to be there. Yes. As soon as Aster and- overhears, we need to go. Aster like whips around and goes, "I'm ready <laughs> to get the hell out of here." <laughs> uh, and so, like in common. Um, 
I just say, all right, let, let's get moving. Um, and takes and Jack takes up her position at the rear, making sure that nothing uh, uh, at the nothing's coming from behind. I'm gonna and drink the potion takes and her I'm gonna offer the potion to Zara. <laughs> Break time. Let's uh, go. Uh, it's me, Annika, with your uh, lovely break of the game. So, first off, uh, we will be at SnailCon. Said that at the beginning. Everything has been released. Panel time. We will be doing our panel January 10th at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, we are also going to be recording the episode and releasing it as an OOC. So, look forward to that. Um... We are working on releasing another sticker set that is all of our characters. I am doing all of the art, so it'll take a little bit. And then also, next OOC will be going up right after this. So tomorrow you guys will be seeing the OOC if you are just a normal viewer. Um, no Kofi shoutouts for this week. Uh, and then we will be getting into our Patreon shoutouts if you'd like a, a shoutout every week. From us, you, all you have to do is become a 10-tier patron, and I will say your name during the video. 10-tier and 5-tier, so you can either pay either or. Uh, so this month, this week's shoutouts, uh, thank you to Claudia Dronofsky, Helen Gore-Laird, John B., and Adam Eiler. We really appreciate all of your work, and we look forward to seeing more. Um, so yes... Uh, this is a really short break this time, uh, so I hope you all enjoy, and I will see you all next time. Bye, guys. Um, you guys are still kind of confronting Zareth about what you need to do, what this creature is, um, what is a gith. Uh, you guys really don't know what a gith is. One of, like, one of you has heard of it in a book somewhere. Hey, Whistler, so, how tall are you? How tall is Whistler? Five one. How much does Whistler weigh? Like one twenty, I think. I want to do the, the piggyback ride. <laughs> Since you came up oh. behind me, I want to like try. All right. Wait, I have fourteen. Oh, okay. are, are you asking if? if no, I want to hold Whistler. No, I want to hold Whistler. Yeah, I want to hold Whistler on my back with my eleven strength. <laughs> make, a, make make a strength check, Aster. Uh, hell yeah, 16. Oh yeah, you successfully <laughs> heft up the bird person. Yes. I thought I was about, I was double checking my armor because I was about to say, by the way, I'm in plate, but luckily I wear chain. <laughs> Thank Are God. Your Ooh. Hold well, on. I'm I would like stabilizing. It's like, I would like to Earth. offer Zara the healing potion and roll for friendship. <laughs> Um, Zareth, what does rolling for friendship look like for you? What kind of roll would Robin need to make to make a roll for friendship with Zareth? Oh, I'm evil, so deception. <laughs> so, Robin, make just a make just a general charisma check. <laughs> my charisma is not my best stat. Let's see here. I get a 13 and I offer, a, I'm having a potion. I say, you look, you look roughed up. Do you need a potion? Zareth takes the potion, um, 
quaffs it and uh, puts a hand on your head and says, thank you, little one. So that's 2d4 plus 2, because it's a regular healing potion. <laughs> so what would you we like have, to do? Are I we think still we planning are... on heading back to Rindenhurst? Uh, so Does when we left before, before the break, uh, we had literally Finn is up front as per usual. Jack is in the rear as per usual. And we've started the safety march through the forest. <laughs> okay. Whistler is on, Aster's back. It's yeah. to the same tune as safety dance, but right. it has, it, it's, it's more marchy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like safety oh. dance if it were being played by a marching band. Um, <laughs> And before we before we start, Zareth will turn to Jack um, with like one hand out and say, "My sword." Jack raises one eyebrow and uh, gives it and and like hands it back and just says, "Do not make me regret this." And again, it's not intimidation; it's just soldier to soldier, like I am counting on you to not, to, to prove me right in, tr- in doing this. Fear not, Jack. If the creature takes your mind, I will do the same for you. And he, and he, and he continues to walk. <laughs> As you guys continue your safety march, we can march if we want to, we March all the time. We won't leave okay. your friends behind. We can't do any more than that because then we'd have to pay royal. Okay. So, um, so um, as you guys do this, you all start feeling it's odd as you walk because it's kind of this like this hilly area, and you've been told that this creature is nearby. There's almost like you guys know the buzz of electronics. That's just like the the electronic buzz in the background. Like it's not, it's, it's, it's some of us, it affects very deeply. Like I have to turn all my electronics off at night or I can't get to sleep. So, um, do you know what Sarah's talking about or are you neurotypical? So I can hear the, but I don't get that buzzing. Yeah. So you've got the buzzing and it's almost like, it's just like a, very, very low as, and it gets, it doesn't get any louder or quieter, but as you guys are walking, all of a sudden, like the first person enters kind of this area, and there's this, like just a slow, like, like in the back of, like inside of your ear and like back here in your head. I'm it gonna, affects every where I stop, stop, with my feet planted, do my usual, like everybody stop. I'm gonna just put my hands on, you know, the shaft of the axe, but like, look, I'm gonna just check everything. I'm looking for anything that make, looks even make a it, shadow. Make an investigation check. <clears throat> uh, can Matt I use 20. my piece of investigation? Which is what? What's the number? Uh, 23. And what'd you get? Natural 20? Yep. Uh, so no, Finley got a natural 20. Finland, because you were using your sight and you were looking for something present, you were hearing, you can hear, see, smell, all of those senses that you rely on are bringing you nothing. Oh my God. It's invisible. I don't like it. Okay. Zareth, um, you are a little bit more experienced with this. You know this is a psychic thing. 
I rolled a d6. Finland was a one. Aster was two. Uh, Bostet was three. Jock was four. Robin was five. And Whistler was six. I rolled a six. Whistler, I need you to roll a d100. Roll some percentile dice for me. Boy. Because I'm using something from Tasha's Cauldron of Everything. Okay. Can I do detect magic to see if I can see the aura of where Yeah, maybe, yeah you, you can do detect magic. Uh-huh. Are you casting the detect magic spell or are you using your divine yeah. set? Yeah, okay. detect magic spell. Gotcha. Um, let me see what my, my plus is. I think this is 50. I got 50 and a zero, so I don't think that becomes a five. This is 50. You got 500! Yay! Detect detect magic just happens, so in a 30-foot radius around you, you can detect magic. Yeah. Unfortunately, you don't detect any source of anything, but this magic is unlike that is kind of just surrounding you, this faint buzz, is unlike any magic that you have ever experienced before. It is not necrotic. It is not abjuration. It is not evocation or conjuration or transfiguration or, did I say abjuration? Any of the, the, the like, six, seven, like, normal yeah. schools of magic oh, yeah. that you're familiar with, this is none of them. What about the weird little creatures that were in the rock that felt, you know, you'd have that weird... No, nope, that felt very elemental. Okay, elemental. Yeah, okay. yeah. This, this this is a completely unfamiliar type of magic to you. Oh, uh, yes, yeah, Go ahead. Whistler, as you walk in, because you rolled a fifty. 47 to fifty-two. I'm going to read you what it says. For one hour, the creature. Gains the ability, I kind of modified it a little bit because it's not all of you, it's just one person. Gains the ability to communicate telepathically with any creature it can see within 60 feet. If the target understands any language, it can respond telepathically. Whistler, you can speak normally through telepathy. You do not speak through phrases because that's a vocalization you have to do telepathically when you communicate you can communicate in full thoughts and phrases I do not I there is something here but it is I cannot see it I cannot smell anything but there is does everybody feel and hear this buzzing yes it's and I tried to figure out which magic it is but it's not a class of magic I've ever seen before um and I can't pinpoint where it's coming from. It's just surrounding us. Sarah, quick question. Yes. You said I can only talk to one creature at a time. One creature at a time. But with it, as long as you can see them and they're within 60 feet of you, it's one person at a time. It's basically like the, the message spell, but there's no really word limit. Okay, cool. Zareth, is this what you are describing? Is is the Alhoun here? Uh, you get uh, you get a picture of um, uh, or sorry, Sarah. Can, can I like share my thoughts with them? Directly? Just Whistler. Whistler's the only one that has tele- tele- telepathy right oh. now. Yeah. Okay, never mind. Unless you have a spell, then no. I do not. No. Okay. 
So Whistler's uh, the one who rolled a six. To Fenlin, telepathically, I'll just be like, yeah, I hear it too. It's so weird. Fenlin, you what? hear a voice? <laughs> what is... Who, who is this? I am like looking around because there is clearly another individual. Show yourself. I am reacting to this. I'm just like, what? What is it? What are you hearing? Finland possessed too? Someone is talking there, in my head. Do you head. think Finland's possessed now? Are you possessed? Uh, I don't know. I have a voice in my head. Wait. There is a voice in my head asking me if I am possessed. Is that normal? <laughs> can I roll something to like think of that as something that can I like? Is there something that I could roll to figure well, out if that's something Whistler has to oh, roll? Whistler, Whistler, oh. Whistler, make an intelligence check. I know that's not your best. <laughs> Are you oh, sure? <laughs> it's a twelve. <laughs> Whistler, it may be you. <laughs> wait like wait what what i'm waiting wait there's a voice in your head is the voice in your head the voice in my head what is the voice in my head saying okay wait 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 voice in my head what is your name <laughs> whistler do you say your name i whistle <laughs> name oh wait whistler is this you what is what me are you talking to me am i talking to you i just i just turn and look at aster or i'm like what's aster, aster 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 can you hear me so Aster, you just hear that. What, did, wait, Aster, is that to me or is that still to Fenwin? No, now, now <laughs> Whistler is, yeah. Whistler can communicate telep, telep, uh, telep, ugh, I can't talk right today. Telepathically, what is one person at a time. So okay. she has switched from just happening to communicate with Fenlin to targeting <laughs> you. So I'm right next to you. Don't have can to you hear me? But Whistler's mouth isn't moving. This is my voice. You can hear me in my voice and my thoughts. You're in my head. You're in my head. Well, you have a nice voice. I'll I give you that. Dimming in front of you. Die, you're still on my back. Dimming <laughs> around. Can you slapping your shoulders? Just. <laughs> what? I put you down. We are the most feared heroes in all the <laughs> land. <laughs> are we, though? <laughs> we're the, I'm like, I'm very intimidating. We're the fearsome six. That's what we are. <laughs> okay, oh, wait, no. wait, wait, wait. So Whistler can now talk to us in our heads. For the I don't have to sound like you. Talking to I haven't heard anything. Jack, 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 Jack. <laughs> Jack, I don't have to say, Jack is watching to get your attention. I can just say, Jack, hey, can you hear me? Well, that feels weird. Like. I know, right? So, so, so what I'm imagining is that, like, 
Jack, it does. Jack's community does not deal with magic pretty much at all. Like magic, it's not anathema, but it's just not used. Um, and uh, so like the same reaction that Whistler had to the astral sea and the alien idea, Jack's now partially experiencing that. Like what the ever loving hell. Okay, but yeah. why why is this happening now? We're, we're um, um, in a magically charged area. We need to be careful and we need to move forward. That I, I just want to like hold, hold my Raven Queen's symbol and just like, thank you for this gift. This is awesome. If we could just like keep this up, that would be super great. And I, I feel like I'm accidentally projecting this too. I'm going to roll a die. See who you're projecting to, yeah. Uh, to Attica, right. number one. <laughs> so, so, Aster, you are getting Whistler's prayer to the Raven Queen. I'm not the Raven Queen. <laughs> oh my god, I'm Aster! I'm not a Raven Queen. What? The, you sound huh. a lot like my friend Aster. Maybe that's because I am Aster and I like smack Whistler on the head. <laughs> um, okay, Whistler. I believe, I, I, I believe Zareth when he says that we are we are in danger and we should move quickly. Whistler, make make a religion check first. First thing I need you to do is make a religion check. Seven. All of these dice are fired. Bastet's just over here, like watching this, you know, this back and forth, and is like, what? Oh, okay. So, so Bastet, Whistler can telepathically talk to people now. This goes for everyone who hasn't been summoned by by Whistler. Whistler can talk to you all. Robin, hi, yeah, hi, hey, hey, Whistler, what's up? This is my voice. It's not just me repeating your voice back at you to say my name. That's an awesome voice. That's great. I'm literally just repeating this over and over to each of you. I I have already said Whistler's got the great voice. I know. I I get that. Yes, I know. Uh, For everybody. And I will tell each of you this. It's like periodically hearing the other half of a phone call, right? But it's like getting passed around. Telephones. Yeah, Whistler 100% does not know how to focus this. Whistler, you're getting a bunch of people telepathically. You you hear your friends. Like, like Aster's like, Uh I'm the Raven Queen. And then you hear Robin and and then Basta and you hear your friends and then you hear. And you're like, (laughs) but something you've never experienced before. You hear something from your chest. It is something you feel almost more than he- there at first is a bit of cold that spreads into a warmth right where your heart is. And it's and a low, soft, almost ethereal female voice. Let's see how well I can do this. Uh, you said like Normally you're used to hearing things with your ears and it goes into your brain, but this is coming from here, from your heart. It's... Whistler. This gift is not a gift from me. 
It is not a gift. Be safe. And then that warmth kind of goes back down to the coldness and then it's gone. Aster, is this bullshit? <laughs> is what bullshit? I'm not pretending to be the Raven Queen anymore. What the hell? Oh, I sit down. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I need a minute oh, no. here. No, Whistler, we have to keep moving. We are not in a safe place. If Whistler sits oh, down, yeah. I'm going to uh, fireman carry Whistler. I I, I, I pick up Whistler because I'm just like, nope, we, we got to get moving. Okay. And I'm Whistler, the back of the line. Yeah, Whistler, do you try to fight this or do you or do you accept the fireman's carry? You know what? I'm going to ragdoll accept this because, like, I think I... You know, I'm going to tell Jack this specifically since she's picking me up. I think the Raven Queen just spoke to me and that was... I cannot usually express myself like this. It would usually just be a lot of fluffy feathers and, I don't know, whistles and just mimicking bird sounds because that feels the great way to convey, holy shit, oh, I shouldn't say that. That feels wrong now. God, just talk to me. This is amazing. I have to tell Tarbeck immediately. Wait, she said this wasn't a gift from her. This isn't... This isn't for her! This is bad! This is bad! I shouldn't be talking to you! Jack is just receiving this stream of consciousness and is a little bit overwhelmed. And when she's overwhelmed, she just does what she knows how to do, which is protect. She's got the fireman carry, and she she actually takes Finland's spot in the front because she's like, nope, we're moving. We're just going. I, I, I can't do anything else. I can't protect you from this. I can't figure out what's going on. We're just marching. Bath and time. Bath time. Esther uh, just she, wants a bath. Whistler, Whistler, you have about 50 more minutes of this telepathy left. Because it lasts <laughs> for an hour. you at ranting at Jack's butt. <laughs> and like, at some point, Jack just like, is, is thinking and like, not trying trying not to like communicate to Whistler because again alien not happy about this but is just sitting there going can't you talk to someone else please oh, <laughs> oh no Jack's not um, the Jack is not watching I fell to the back to pick up Jack's spot so I'm back a few people now well, this I is a good thing. next to Whistler. <laughs> because after another 30 minutes or so of walking and still having this dull buzz and Whistler having this existential freakout and you guys getting snippets of just Whistler's stream of consciousness goes to every single one of you, including Zara. Every know. once in a while, yeah. you get it. Like all of the oh. other members are getting like Whistler's absolute existential freakout in your brain. Oh, um, real quick, Whistler, when you communicate with Zareth, you get flashes of a man standing on a ship looking out over the astral sea. Like, and just, like, images oh, no. of Whistler and like, yeah, so that, that makes it even That's helping. Wait, wait. Is it, is it Zareth looking out over, or is it someone else? Uh, it's, it's Zareth. Like, there's... And you see a whole bunch of people in his crew and, like, his big metal ship. Like, uh, 
and you like you see like you see the absolute chaos of the universe um and uh and just a, and and, and I, I don't know if you can feel what he feels but um yeah, like you just—it's—it's you, you, those, those just—it's—it's it's not an empathy; it's a telepathy. So it's only visual, like visual, and so. But you do kind of as because that's something he's thinking about. So you just kind of get bare, like the bare minimum of like his thoughts as you're kind of blasting out this telepathy at people. So I'd like mm-hmm. to say that when that finally like settles in of what I'm seeing, I just kind of stop the constant rotation and zero in on Zareth. Uh-huh. That's really oh. pretty and terrifying. What what is that boat? Is that that's uh, the astral sea? That's where. Yes, this is this is where I am from. You don't uh, seem there, alarmed. Did you say that out loud, or did you say that directly to Whistler? Uh, I say I say I say it to I say it to Whistler. I'm I'm very familiar with telepathic communication. Yeah, so that's why I was. He knew what to do. Like he wanted to share a little bit with with uh, with the group about where he was from. So that's what he did. All right. After about thirty or so more minutes of walking and this kind of buzzing, I rolled another. Oh, okay, go ahead. Sorry. Hang tight. Yeah, I, I want to want to stay on that for a second because um, Whistler is slightly entranced. I mean, she grew up in Rindenhurst, so there's the river, but the. Just not compared to the Astral Sea. The river and then all of the stories that Aster has ever told Whistler. I mean, yes. <laughs> but it's, yeah. yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. Has Aster told any story that could match the Astral Sea weirdness? I don't know. I have, um, to, I have to think. <laughs> Sorry. Do you, is there something that happened to Whistler that she thinks? Is is it like maybe the Oathbreaker or something? No, no, no. I was just okay. saying, like Whistler. Whistler is um, really taken by this image. Like it's oh, super probably chaotic. something that Aster has has described from the Feywild, like purple grass and all this kind of like these kind of strange creatures from the Feywild and this like blue sunsets and all of the kind of like slightly off from the prime material information that Aster has given Whistler about the Feywild would be what Whistler assumes is like the equivalent. Okay. So it feels close enough to those stories. Yeah. Um, I've got some good memories of just, you know, fireside stories, I guess, or, or drag performances or whatever you would, you know, put that into. Uh, So I'm just really taken by this image and just kind of, I guess, lingering on it. If we can, call those rules with this telepathy. Um, and just to Zareth, like, um, do you miss it? Do, does this place seem boring? I do not miss it. But that is, that is, for, that is for, for reasons and memories that I probably shouldn't share. I mean, th- there's this thing that I learned when I was becoming a paladin, and they they teach us that you have to you have to preserve light, but you have to be your own light too. And sometimes 
bad stuff. This is someone who is very naive about like the awful shit of the world, but not not as naive as Robin, whose parents have a yacht. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> she's a little like trying to kind of come halfway, but it probably only looks like she's coming like an eighth of the way. Um, you know, bad memories have their place too. And you have to figure out how to, I don't know, keep going. I mean, I'm so used to being terrible at communicating. This is actually really weird for me, so I'm sorry. Let me try that one again. What if, no, that's, no. Um, I don't have to talk in phrases. This is really weird for me to find the right words. Uh, what I'm trying to say is it's really pretty where you come from. And I guess I would miss that even if there was, you know, really shitty stuff with it. Uh, it has been on my mind. And and you kind get of like, like you'll get you'll get you'll get flashes of like um, of a of like young people in like an academy and um, like flashes and images of like intense study um, and like a group a group of a group of friends like you'll get you'll get images of those um, okay. and and he's and, and and you get you get the this is the only thing worth missing and it's gone. Uh, I try to share back. It's like, all I can think of is Futurama with this stupid, like, dream recorder. Um, the, it's, it's basically, like, you guys are basically mind melding, right? Now. This is basically a mind meld. Yeah, but I feel like it's like he's giving a full portrait and, and, um, Whistler's coming back with, like, stick figures. <laughs> Just to... Uh, I try to keep. I, I Zareth tries to keep images of death and war and the loss of his friends out of his mind. Um, but you might like you might get flashes of it. Okay, uh, so Whistler's trying to share back like the images of her growing up. Like there's a very vague sense of loss because she knows that her parents died, but it was when she was very young, so it's very distant for her. Um, but there's also like she intentionally shares like her um, her relationship with uh, Torbeck, the dwarf who was basically her foster father and mentor, and um, the friendships that she made at Cream, particularly with Aster, and the friendships that she is making with the group as they've come together. Um, she also shares a little bit of um, when she was. I don't know, learning to be a paladin. Uh, she was kind of in training with uh, a male tabaxi uh, who, she doesn't share all of it, but there's definitely like kind of that overtone of like, that's too bad. You know, like a lost friend sort of deal. Not death, but gone. Got it. So Whistler, uh, and oh, okay, go ahead, sorry. She, she, she kind of just like, is it kind of pats Jack, uh, Jack's shoulder and try, tries to not talk in her head again because she was so unsettled. Um, so I think verbally she just whistles 
and taps Jack's shoulder with kind of a trying to convey that she can put Whistler down. Um, Jack kind of gets it and uh, like just squats, puts Whistler down and keeps walking. <laughs> um, at I this think Whistler point, just kind of tries to like pat her shoulder as she keeps going to not stop her. Yeah. Um, at this point, like Jack has started to try and like self-soothe a little bit um, by uh, like just kind of like humming some of her favorite songs from her childhood. They're not like lullabies or anything. They're just, it's like, like think about your favorite Disney song. Like that's what that's the, the orcish version is what Jack is like humming to herself. Yeah. So, okay. I rolled another D six and this time I got a three. So that means it's Bostet. Bostet, I need you to roll D 100. As you're walking, you see leaves, sticks, rocks, frogs. There's a squirrel. They all start levitating. Um, Bossit, I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. Is it? Are they only levitating for Bostet, or are they? Or no, we you all. all no, you all see it levitate. Okay. I mean, I come to a dead stop and again, hand to weapon, like this is, and at this point, I just look at Zareth. Well, I can't, <laughs> your butt, which doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I, I, I do the halt movement and just ready my shield. So you guys all notice these, like, like I said, rocks, a squirrel, some small, other smaller creatures, sticks, stones, pine cones, acorns, just various detritus and small, tiny creatures within, um, uh, and within like a 10 foot area, they all start levitating. And then all of a sudden <laughs> they are all launched directly at Bostet. And she is not prepared for this. Bostet, you take seven bludgeoning damage from the things that are launched at you as soon as that launch happens especially if something hits you they fall to the ground so you have a bunch of like really confused little creatures that kind of like and they run back into the forest and then surrounding Bostet is just the rest of the detritus sticks anything that's not like a moving creature so the bugs the frogs the squirrels the hedgehogs all that stuff uh, uh, sorry, uh, little creatures, they all scuttle back into the forest, forest in different ways, but then now Bossette is just surrounded by leaves like and sticks and stuff. And yeah, and like nuts and seeds and stuff. Um, how it's close so was Bossette to Jack? I was Bostet. in like the middle of the group. Okay. So not, not right next to Jack. Mm -mm. Okay. Um, since I can see it because I'm at the rear, I will, I will come and basically kind of try to stand, you know, that shoulder in front of dance weapon out, kind of looking, uh, out at the forest. I have um, no idea what's going on, so I'm just like, what? Are you Okay. Can I still mind talk, yeah, Sarah? Yeah, you can still mind talk. You have about 20 minutes of 
20, 15 or 20 minutes left of mine talking left. I don't know. Did everybody else see that? Did anybody else get hit? Yeah. I did no. not get hit, but I definitely saw it. Who got on the did bad side of nature today? Okay. Let's maybe the person <laughs> maybe the person who just plucked a bunch of plants. The nature's fighting back with you. <laughs> who did that? I picked up a frog. No, the boss went the and boss got said. a bunch of plants, remember? And then nature fought back. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's totally how that works. Yes. Yeah, nature fight fights back. I don't know about you. Um as I you yeah. and I'm like trying to book it. I'm not having any of this because Again, there's still a buzz. This is not something I've experienced before. And to have all these little creatures and all this stuff launched in me, you know, I did pick these plants and stuff like that. And so, like, you know, Aster has a good point. And I'm like, shiitake mushrooms. Let's when go. you when you start to when you start to bolt, I'm going to reach out and grab you and say, no, we need to stick together. Yes, but can we go faster, please? And we could go as fast as the little one can walk, I guess. I'd, we can. Okay, Jack, walk what? faster. Are you, are you on? Are you on your? Um... On pan? Yeah, are you on pan? I am on pan. 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 Practically, and... pan's the fastest of us. Right. Yeah. And also, I I missed what happened because uh, Robin was drawing Whistler. Yes, Whistler is what Robin was drawing. Definitely not just <laughs> Jack's butt. <laughs> so Robin missed it. Robin was like sketching and starts hearing these looks around. He's like, what's going on? Just what's going on? Jack, what's everybody Jack, upset? Jack, pick up pick up the pace. I wasn't, I wasn't drawing the butt. What are you talking about? I was drawing. Alright, whistler draped over Jack. Faster. Definitely. Safety merch, but faster. Let's go. Okay. I want a bath. Yeah. Jack, Jack just kind of like gives gives Finn a dirty look. I like, oh. I'm going as fast as I can without like effing running. And right. like, maybe at this point we run. <laughs> right? How far away from town are we at this point? How long have we been traveling? Um, you guys are. You guys have stopped several times. Had several existential breakdowns. <laughs> so I would say it's getting pretty dark now. Yeah. Um, you know, Boxette doesn't even stop to like wipe all the stuff off of her. So she's got sticks and leaves and dirt and her fur, but she's just it, she's at this point at pace to the keep sun, the sun. The sun is almost set. It is getting dark. It's up to you if you decide to keep traveling through the dark I or if you want to stop. Should, I, I think that we should try to get clear of this magical zone before we try to find a place to to set up for the night. Can we... Can, does Pan have enough room for an extra person? Because I know Whistler doesn't have dark vision. Pan cannot... Can, Pan can only... Pan is a medium creature, so the only person who can ride on Pan is Robin. I can, I can pick up Whistler and run with her. Run! I'm for perfectly able to, you know, follow Don't the leader. Don't forget, you guys have torches and lanterns. Like, and I have well. a little candle and I can light look. it and I can give it to Whistler. We do indeed torch. have torches. <laughs> I have a candle. 
Okay, fine. Let's go. I'm pretty sure I can use magical tinkering to make a little glowing orb too, if we needed. If that would take you an hour, though, you'd have to sit and wait and tinker. Later, we got you know. No, we do not have time. Nope, we don't have time. Later. Old-fashioned way. So, um, about digitate everything. (laughs) <laughs> 15 minutes later, the buzzing and the back of your skulls back here stops. Whistler, you can no longer communicate telepathically. Oh. And the sun is basically completely set. It is um, dark. I, it is night in the forest. Uh, I look for anything that looks like a fairly defensible area for us to bunk Make down. a survival check. I'll I'm going to you on that. So you make a survival check with advantage because Jack is right. My survival rate. Hello, let me find it over here. Oh, right, it's... I know the way around my character sheet. I have something. <laughs> um, a 15. Okay, yeah, this is still kind of in a hillier area, so it's not necessarily a cave, but there's just kind of like a little area that's between two smaller hills and it looks like there's some trees and stuff and you can guys can go in that little area and set up a fairly defensible position for sleeping. I think that we should set up in this crevice. Yes? Yes. Um, like, um, Jack, Jack, Jack trusts you and also like wants to be home ASAP. Um, Jack, so. Jack, will you will you set up a, a, a good... A, a good area for everyone, and Aster and I will take first shift. And I mean, keep I think an eye we should out. do the middle one where it's like super, super dark. Don't you think? What kind of? I mean, we, we technically do both. We are from home. <laughs> we can do both. Yeah, <laughs> we can do both. Both is good. We'll do both. Okay. What's going on? Uh, we, uh, uh, Robin, you can make a survival check to figure out how far away you are from home. Oh, I got a dirty 20. How far are we? You're a few hours. Still? And it's dark? It was midday? We you stopped. stopped we got distracted. It is the summer solstice. It doesn't get dark till like 10 or 11. You guys stopped a lot, and there's some weird magical shit going on, so... Wait, I thought we were towards winter, so it should get... No, it's fall. Yeah, it's it's fall. We just had officially autumn. Well. It's oh, officially right. autumn. Um, so who's so uh, Whistler? Sorry, no. Um, Aster and Finland are taking the first watch. First and second. Everybody, and first and, and second. And so, second. so who's taking the last watch? It can I be am. okay, Jack. So that means every. Um, uh, Robin, are you sleeping in pan? Yes, as per usual. Okay. Everybody, um, beds down and tents. If you want to sleep out under the the stars, you're more than welcome to do that. Whatever is your comfort for sleeping, um, that's what you guys do. Robin. Um, uh Oh, somebody said, um. Yeah, uh, Whistler is going to have a slightly difficult time with no longer being able to communicate and is probably looking like she is trying, like she's about to give herself an aneurysm trying to communicate telepathically with people. And she's just like staring really intently at them, like eyes narrowed of like, understand me, you can hear me. I know does, you can hear me. Does, does speak with animals allow me to speak fluently? It's beasts. And Whistler is not a beast. She's a humanoid. 
Okay, yes. I uh, think when, sorry. Okay. When Once everybody gets finished, yeah. I'm going to talk to Robin. So everybody tell me what they're doing before they go to bed. Um, so so I, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm, I, I'm going to say that I get the sense of that, like, whis- uh, of why Whistler is upset because she keeps staring at me, and but I don't hear her. Um, and so, like, I just start uh, whistling the, the same songs that I was humming before. I now start whistling. Oh. Okay, she starts whistling them back. <laughs> um, does anybody have any special things they want to, ceremonies they want to do before bed, before you go to Nine Nights? Uh, Fawcett some sort of weapon ready because she's still like freaked out, but she's going to wrap herself as tightly in whatever she's got. But like, like. Aster doesn't help. Aster's going to be like, <laughs> nature's out to get you. <laughs> Nature's out to get you. You better beware. Uh. So both Whistler and uh, Bastet are having a hard time getting to sleep. Robin, are you having a hard time getting asleep, or do you get in pan and just no, you're I'm out? Good. I feel safe in pan. Okay. She was focused, she was focused on those nice butts. So, uh, she's, you know, yeah, yeah. So, so everybody that's a way. Uh, so, uh, everybody eventually, even with your kind of anxieties and all of that, Jack, Whistler, Robin, Bostet, you eventually do go to sleep. Fenlon and Aster are awake. Uh, Zareth, do you want to sleep as well? Oh yeah, I go right to sleep. Yeah. Zareth goes to sleep. Robin, you're having wonderful dreams. You are whatever you think Robin's wonderful dream is. I'm not going to describe it because your brain, it's your character. Um, it's either it's you're in the you're in whatever you imagine Mechanist to be, or you're just dreaming of butts. I mean, whatever dreams are weird and they're fluid. For Canalosos, yeah, yeah. Why not both? Butts. And then something happens in your dream, Mike. If you would like to go. There's a Mike, no. man, this little guy, uh, short hair. He's got a Cratchit from Scrooge vibes. So like a little kind of shaky, a little like, oh, that poor guy kind of feel. He's picking his way through the area you're in and looking around like, what the hell is this? Oh, hello? And And what shift is this? This is the second one. Okay. And so the only dream, problem, right? if you, this is this only affects Robin. So everybody else, you have no idea this is happening. This is just affecting Robin. Hey, hey, hi. Uh, I was hoping I'd find someone in here. I, is that a mechanical hi. ass? Uh, I mean, everybody's got an ass, you know, even robots. But but that one has gears. Yeah, it's really working. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm I'm looking for Robin. That's me. How can I? Oh, help I'm you? so glad I found you. I'm okay. So I'm I'm a friend, but I'm not oh. from where you are. Okay. You're not from Luticia. No. No, my name is Amta. By the way. Amta. Hey. Uh huh. Nice to meet you. I cool. so there's somebody. 
and I'm a little worried because if he knows I'm here, he's going to hurt me and he might hurt you. Oh, how can I help? I, so I, I don't know if, well, you probably can't tell. I'm not sure what you're even seeing. Uh, I work for someone called Master Zillix. Zillix is, he's not really a man. He's like a man, but he's got like a squid face. Kind of like this. Yeah. And he's... The Owlhood? He, the Owlhood? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean, he, yeah. He, he smokes a cigar with one of them sometimes. Cool. And, and I work for him. Well, it's not cool because I'm his captive. I don't want to work oh. for him. I'm what they call a thrall. So he's got a bunch of thralls that work for him. And he has agents that he sends out to go find more thralls and to cause problems. And there's one named Zareth that's particularly bad news. He he talks a lot about death. He seems kind of scary, but you tend to like not take him seriously because it seems like maybe he's really good. But I'm yeah. telling you, he is not. But he's my friend. Oh boy. It, what did he why is he your friend? Did he do something nice for you? No. I just he didn't have any friends and I Well that's I thought, because he's a murderer. Huh. Did he kill did he kill all his friends? So he sails alone on a thing called the Astral Sea. Yeah. He's what the Master calls a hunter. So he looks for vulnerable people in vulnerable worlds, and when he finds Uh-oh. them, Uh-oh. bad things happen and bad people come. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What do you mean, uh-oh? Well, uh, I, uh... known as the best judge of character. I kind of like let people in pretty fast. So I just uh, reached like out. I'm a easy mark. I'm told I'm an easy mark. I so, don't know about uh, that. I reached out to your camp because I knew he was in the area and you yeah. seem to have the best heart. Oh, I don't know about that. I, uh, I It's mean, nothing to be embarrassed about. It's just something I felt. Well, how do, how do I know you're telling the truth? You don't, but I don't need you to do anything except Roll if you want to go someplace, it's yeah. going to be a trap. So you don't need to do anything for me. I don't need anything from you. I'm just trying to warn you. How can I help you get free, though? I'm not worried about that. I'm just trying to help the people that they're going and making into thralls. If I can help, that's good enough for now. I'm, I've got to help you, though. If you're trapped, if you're hurt, I've got some I good people keep, here. We could come save you. I can keep trying to reach out to you. Maybe we can find a way for you to get to me. But for now, I'm concerned that he's going to kill you. He could try. He uses a name. It's like Storm... Thunder, Slaughter, or something like that. Yeah. 
He's very proud of what he's done. Yeah, kind of pushed that vibe out. Well, you don't have to take, again, you don't take my word for it. If you hear these things, you'll know what I'm saying. You'll have experienced them yourself. I just told him I was his friend, though. Oh, God. Look, I don't know how much longer I'm going to be able to do this before Zillix okay. finds me. And yeah. I'll slip away and I'll try to find my way back to you. And okay. I can find my way back to the mechanical ass. It'll be kind of easy yeah. to find. Very easy. I'll, but, I'll shine it for you. Should I, ca- I could cast a, I could cast some stuff on it. It could glow. I can make it play music. So then I can just think of the shiny ass and come back? Yeah. That ass, All right. you know, that well, musical oh, so magical no, shiny I've got to be ass. quick. I've got to be quick. And I'm, I'm telling you, I'm... Do you want to drink? I, it's, we're in your dream. I don't think I could drink it. And I'm a little I'm concerned gonna, if the drink I'm would come dreaming? out of the ass. It could. I, you know, I don't mean to judge, but you. Yeah. Oh, I ew. Mean, oh, I don't want oh, your mean... culture. Like, ass drink is not a thing where I'm from. Oh. The, I mean, it's it's just mechanical. Oh. It's not biological. Okay. So it'd be like yeah. oil. Well, no, it'd be like whiskey, probably. Or maybe some schnapps if you're kind of fun, you know? So about then, uh, Sarah? Mm-hmm. I got a six. Okay. So I imagine there'd be a wavering of kind of the signal. Okay. Would look kind of afraid. Uh And then he would say, be careful. And then he'd disappear. And that is where we're going to end it. That is where we're ending this episode. (gasps) What? (laughs) Yeah. The thing is, Robin is high intelligence, but low wisdom. So Uh Robin knows books. Robin can look up facts. But Robin is real, real trusty. Not, not a lot of street smart. So. so that, thank you for joining us, Mike and David. Thank you. Um, uh, the next time that we record will be, what is, I don't even know what today is. What even is time, have, you guys? Yeah, it's Monday, January. Yeah, January the 2nd. Third. No, January the 3rd. Sorry, I was looking at the wrong date. January the 3rd, if you guys could join us, I would love to have you guys back to continue this. Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year. Oh, no, we lost David again. Um, I would love to continue this because I think we finally just, Ari, when you made that message today, I was like, oh, just wait for tonight because shit's going to go down. Yeah. Uh, again, thank you guys for coming. Mike, thanks for coming and being the big bad evil guy. You're welcome. Um, yeah, That's I was like, evil. Wait, evil. He Sarah. wasn't evil. He was yeah. nice. Yeah, he's super great. Um, <laughs> what a good guy. I was, like, I was like, I could do this, but it'd probably be better to get somebody that's like, yes, I'm going to reach out to people and be like, hey, you want to be the big back evil guy? And Michael's like, yeah. <laughs> that was, said, yeah, that's cool. wonderful. Love I love this. I yeah. Love this guy. So especially now because we've got this floating head kind of thing going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The floating head effect is great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I'm a real person. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, I hope everybody everybody have a good time. I was asked that. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, okay. So I have a watch. I got a new watch and it tracks my heart rate. And when you were telling, talk, telling shit to Whistler, my heart rate went from like its resting rate up to like 100. Because <laughs> I was like freaking out. <laughs> Um, so I was like, did everybody get fed tonight? Did everybody get what they needed out of like 
I know. You're killing me with that burger. You're making it look so delicious. Let's let's do the the nice everybody says goodbye at the same time and we fade to black. And we all screw it up because we all go one, two, three. So let's screw it up as we say goodbye in one, two, three. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 B